And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Rolling through a Thursday edition here. It's Hale Varsity Radio. As uh, you can see, the large rosy sign in the background. Schmitty sitting down, getting back to the mic. Hey, Schmitty, how's it going? Good. We were just <laughs> high fiving uh, the Hay Center contingent, my friend. There, there Brandon Vogel. That's in a, his football a PR office. PR man, Chris Schmidt himself. <laughs> no, man. It's just good to see. Uh, Listeners out here at Rosie's 10th and P somewhere, someday, and we'll keep it away from the Wisconsin flag I'm staring at, but we're going to get one of those Kramer portraits, right, that you see from Seinfeld that Ah, was done, the the Kramer, right? We need a picture of Vogue's, like the still shot of Vogue's with his books and his football behind him in his football office. Or just a, a, a cover of the Hale Varsity magazine with Vogue's on it. That'd be really cool, too. But just get a picture and put it here in downtown Rosie's. Vogue's, can we arrange that? Can we get uh, an artist, a sketch artist? Are you a, a sketch black and white guy? Or do you want an oil? Or do you want uh, the, a, a gorgeous photo? Uh, just one of those classic Time Magazine, Hale Varsity cover-esque deals. How do you feel about a, a cover somewhere here down at Rosie's of you. I mean, I've been asking every month since Hale Varsity started in 2012. <laughs> hey, guys, what do you think about me on the cover? And still still keep getting shot down. I do know uh, my wife is a painter, uh, kind of a traditional uh, sort of oil painting uh, approach. So I do know somebody. I have encountered some illustrators as well. Of course, uh, we have some great photographers at our... Uh, uh, available to us at, at Hale Varsity, so really the, the the world is our oyster as far as we as far as that goes. I just need somebody to back me up on. Yeah, you should really have you should really have Brandon. On well, I, I got a guy actually. He's a, a financer, importer, exporter, Art Vandelay. You may have heard of him. Uh, I think you get that art here to Lincoln. Get it up at Rosie's, you know. He's, he's got. He, we're going to get a picture of Vogue's at the Hale Varsity Club, and we're going to get a picture of Vogue's in Lincoln. Uh, here at, at Rosie's, I love it. Uh, Eric is like, dude, I'm out. <laughs> Eric Francis, photographer extraordinaire. I love him. Uh, check his podcast out as well uh, with Hurt Ad and the Hale Varsity crew. But, man, Vogues, we're going to start with your take on hoops, and then we'll get to football. But uh, last impression of, of what the hell, Minnesota, or – Wow, Fred got it flipped around, and it was way better, and it was kind of fun from time to time. Where do you lean as you look back? Yeah, as, as tough as it was to see see Nebraska lose in that spot, it, it didn't really change much for me in terms of my, I guess, takeaways from, from the season. Um, I thought coming in, Minnesota was obviously hot. Hoiberg said that before the, the game. He said that after the game. Uh, you can look at their recent results. Nebraska had already beaten them twice, uh, beating a team three times when you're pretty close to equals. I mean, Nebraska was the 11th seed in this tournament. Minnesota was 14. is is always a tough assignment. So I just thought it was kind of going to be a tricky spot for, for Nebraska. And the start of that game, you know, I heard Elijah in the first segment talking about that Wilcher foul, really tough, you know, thing to happen at that particular moment. 
the start to the game, though, you know, Minnesota started out really cold, um, and Nebraska had a chance to to really jump on and, and take control of that game, and wasn't able to do it. wasn't able to make its own shots, even though I thought it had some some really good looks. And that was when I started to feel um, a little bit uh, e- even more nervous, I guess, if I was a little bit nervous coming in for for the Huskers' chances. So, you know, it, at the end of I guess the season, if this is the end, or if they end up getting a, a, a postseason bid somewhere, at the at, overall, Nebraska was a 500 team, and if it played well, it could play with just about anybody in the the Big Ten. If it didn't play well, it could lose to the worst team in the Big Ten, which it did last night. Um, and that's an upgrade over all of the Fred Hoiberg seasons previously. And that's before you even factor in that they were down two starters for, for the last month and a half of the season. So, loss stings, but for me, there was undeniable progress made this year. And, Brady, whenever you, you look ahead to next season, what do you think this team needs to add uh, to get itself to the middle of the Big Ten once the season ends next season? Because I think that's what the goal needs to be. You need to be above 500, somewhere probably between 10 and 6 in the Big Ten standings whenever the, the Big Ten slate opens up. That is, if Fred wants another year beyond next year. What do you think the team still needs to, to add or do this offseason? I mean, I mean, more than, like, you know, positionally or tra- trait-wise – well, I guess this is a trait, but the leadership piece of it is going to be huge. Um, I mean, Hoiberg mentioning Emmanuel Batamayel after after the game, and of course we saw how much Greasel and Walker uh, have have meant to this team. Those are those are big pieces to replace. Just beyond what what their production was on the court, obviously Casey Tomanaga, if he were to return. Um, You'd feel great about that coming back, but you're going to need, and this is this has been kind of a long-term thing for Nebraska, I think over multiple staffs, uh, you'd love to have a consistent kind of post-presence. Post you know, a, a lot of Nebraska basketball of late to me has felt they're, they're, the effort is there, the commitment is there. You get into these games where maybe you have a scoring drought or maybe you lose a lead and you just need a bucket. And it's been hard to find the guy where you can just say, go to him, he'll get you a basket. Derek Walker could do that at times. Sam Greasel did that at times. Casey Tobinaga did that recently. But, you know, just that guy who, who kind of stands out of, okay, things are getting a little bit choppy. They're a little bit rough. Here's where we go. And, you know, there's, there's some promise returning on this roster, which I don't know that – I, I totally felt in January, you know, after those two major injuries happened, it was kind of like, oh boy, you know, what's the long term of this look like, much less the short term. Feel a little bit better about that, but you're still missing some some kind of key pieces. And, and what they're losing, you know, has been the heart and soul of the team. Brendan Vogel's with us, HailVarsity.com and Magazine Managing Editor. Uh, we will get that uh, still pick of Vogue's up in sports bars all across downtown Lincoln, starting with our friends here at Rosie's uh, downtown, uh, where we're at for state tournament. Vogue's, did you ever get the state tournament uh, time? Did you uh, lead your team down in Lincoln in March? No, I really appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, with oh, dear God. I'm sorry. Season and, uh, <laughs> you were what? <laughs> came up up a little bit short uh i don't think i don't think my high school has been to the state tournament since like 1978 or 79 
Uh, so it was a drought even when I was in high school, and uh, it has it has continued. But uh, was there in Lincoln as a spectator plenty and, and, and enjoyed that experience, uh, probably more so when I was a 6th, 7th, 8th grader playing in the MIT tournament and getting to watch some, some state hoops more so than when uh, I thought me and my friends should should probably be there but but didn't get it done. Wow, I uh, I pour some salt. I did not mean to do that, but yeah. it is what it is. Uh, Georgia Tech, walk me through this. Uh, I've been to the Atlanta airport. I've not kicked it in Atlanta like you have, but is Dylan Riola uh, know something we don't about the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech as they've now entered the picture? I mean, if he does, he might know something about Georgia Tech that nobody knows, even new head coach Brent Pry. Uh, you know, Georgia Tech entered the, the coaching market not long after after Nebraska did, and there were some early, like, Dion to, to Georgia Tech rumors, which was intriguing. Uh, put Dion back in Atlanta. Uh, would, have been, would have been pretty fun. But, you know, Georgia Tech made the decision that, hey, they, they played a lot better under the interim and ended up sticking with it. Uh, that said, the, the kind of Georgia Tech entry into the Riola sweepstakes took me by total surprise. Um, you know, it's it's been a while since the Yellow Jackets have kind of been a, a consistent presence, even in the ACC, much less much less nationally. So, but you know, recruiting is is all about. Well, it should be all about and mostly is all about relationship building. So there must be something there. Um, I just it's not something that I can see while driving by, you know, curbside uh, when what I consider Georgia Tech football at the well, moment. Well, Brady, whenever you just look at this recruitment as a whole from the outside looking in, do you think anyone really knows what's going on inside the mind of Dylan Rail? It feels like every single week somebody's putting in a new prediction of where he's going to land up or where he's going to end up or one week it's Nebraska and then it's USC. You know, now Georgia's back in the picture. Now here's Georgia Tech. It just kind of feels like everyone's throwing something at a wall and seeing what's going to stick. Yeah, I think that, you know, this isn't a, a, a problem, quote unquote, Nebraska has had to deal with a lot. But I think that's probably the case with the number one player in the country most years, you know they've got all of the options and you know dylan's in an interesting spot with just from the time that he was very young with with his father playing in the nfl like the access to to things that he has um you know the the pro players the coaching all of that stuff um certainly is is unique i mean we see it every once in a while but it it stands out so i look at this recruitment of, of him as you know, this is probably about as thorough as you can do it because, like, the resources he has at his disposal are, are pretty immense. Um, so, I mean, maybe that's an argument for, for how Georgia Tech kind of comes out of the clouds, to, to use a horse racing term, uh, and, and suddenly enters this race if they haven't back done that. Always a big Joe Hamilton guy. I mean, I, I loved him. Uh, that's 20 years ago, but he beat Florida State when I was in South Bend and thought it was incredible uh, to help solidify Nebraska being the, the number one team in the country. Uh, there's my Georgia Tech story. I did cry at the, C- the Citrus Bowl uh, watching <laughs> that monstrosity. <laughs> but at least Johnny Mitchell went off before he went to the NFL. 
in the uh, Citrus Bowl, and Tom Haas crushed it. I'm like, where the hell's this Tom Haas guy been my whole life? Oh, he's a senior. Uh, pride of Aurora. Uh, Vogues, what's coming up with Hale Varsity? What's on your radar here uh, for the uh, the upcoming weekend and, and beyond? Yeah, so we've got we've got Jacob Dilla down at State Basketball. Um, I mean, his his coverage of high school sports in general, but high school basketball in particular is uh, as as good as it gets, in my opinion. So he's got his updates, his running updates uh, up on HaleVarsity.com right now. Jacob also wrote a great feature on, on Derek Walker for this March issue, which is going to print next week. Um, I'm busy doing a, a, a preview of spring football for that issue. So a lot of uh, hitting getting that issue ready to go off to print next Wednesday. If you're, if you're not a subscriber and want that, get it now, palevarsity.com slash subscribe. And, uh, and beyond that, we'll kind of see what the, what the weather allows us to do. Uh, seems to be, seems to be the, the word of the day or the phrase of the day, I guess. Vogues will talk Saturday. Thanks for a few minutes today. All right. Thanks a lot, guys.